Debbie Mann with Keep Your Pecker Up podcast, and my guest today is Dave Baker. And Dave, thank you for coming to my podcast via Zoom. Great. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Great. Well, um, Dave does not have breast cancer, but he does have prostate cancer. And I've known Dave for quite a few years through work. And we chatted a bit about it, and I asked him if he would come on and talk about his journey of prostate cancer and how he discovered it. And um, so that's what we're going to do, Dave, if you're open okay. to that. Good. Fantastic. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks for doing this with me. Let me ask you, what are the symptoms? Like, what are the symptoms for prostate cancer? I mean, how did you discover this? Well, there's two different things, discovering it and symptoms. Actually, when I discovered, I had no symptoms at all. Okay. No idea of anything. It, it, I'll start with how we discovered it first. Okay. And, and what happened was looking at rebooking our life insurance for a mortgage and that, and to get a lower rate because you get tested sometimes lower your rates and that. So we, Patty and I both had the nurse come over and had their you know physical test at home and all that, and blood and work and all that. And a couple of weeks later, Patty gets a letter in the mail saying, congratulations, you know, you're approved so much that we're going to lower your, your life insurance rates. And my letter came the next day said, sorry, Dave, we can't insure you. You have to go see a doctor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. And you think, what do you mean? What, what's there to get to go see a doctor? They don't say anything at all. That's all they said. So, of course, you phone the doctor right away. And I went in, you know, and he, they sent the results to him in my blood test. It was the blood work, the blood test that came back that your PSA level is supposed to be below four. Yeah. Mine at the time was 6.1. Wow. So being that above, you know, it's just a tiny bit. That's a very small bit above. But they said that's enough to go see your doctor, which is fine. And uh, the doctor did an examination and all that and said, I don't see anything. I don't see anything here. We did all sorts of tests and all that. He took, of course, he did blood work again to make sure it was six point. He said maybe it could be infection, could be this could be any number of small things that elevate your PSA but he did a bunch of tests and he just didn't he says I just don't see anything nothing came back as an antibiotics for a month he tried over the next three months he tried several things and then I even went for an ultrasound and it came back nothing so where did you have the ultrasound I like because if your PSAs are that it could be anywhere the cancer could be anywhere right or is the yeah. PSA specifically P for prostate cancer? PSA level is specifically for prostate cancer. Oh, okay. That I didn't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, but that's not completely correct because I asked them afterwards. I said, when you're cured, your PSA is going to be zero. But, you know, I said, what about other parts of the body for cancer? And he goes, well, we get in your PSA level. So something doesn't make total sense there. I don't understand how that works there. Okay. Well, we went for an ultrasound like at a clinic in that, and it came back. You know, again, they couldn't see anything. And then he took my PSA level again after three months. He goes, well, it's creeping up a bit. It's, it's about, you know, 7.2. He said, something's not right. And we just got to check out. He goes, well, unfortunately, Patty's father passed away from prostate cancer. So that's right. a, fear, a fear in us and all that. Yeah. And he, actually, he was Patty's father's doctor as well. And okay. he goes, Patty would kill me if I miss anything, Dave. <laughs> he says, I, I'm going to send you to oncologist just to make sure. So I waited. Really so too. Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. So I went to the oncologist, and within ten seconds, he goes, "Dave, you got cancer. You got prostate oh. cancer." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I did all these tests for three months, and everything came back negative." He goes, "Well, your GP doctor is that. He's a general practitioner. He does what he can. If things are quite evident, yes, they'll discover it. But yours is very at the beginnings. It was only stage two, and 
He said, you have it. I'm going to send a biopsy just to confirm it. But so wait a minute, Dave. Who did he send you to a, a specialist? Yes, I went to an oncologist first. Okay. And then, you know, they check you and he goes, you know, it looks like it. And then I had to go to another clinic, a Queensway Hospital. Mm -hmm. And they actually did a biopsy as well. Okay. And once All they right. did the biopsy, he said, yes, you got seven out of 12 locations have cancer, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's but a lot, I, Dave. And again, they keep asking, you know, do you have the symptoms? Do you go to the washroom five, six times at night, you know. Is, is it any aching? Is there any of this? I had, I had nothing at all. So you know how my you PSA. Had, so you had no blood in your urine or anything not, like that? Not a thing. They go through this list. I wish I could remember all the things, but I had None not one on that list. No indication except for my blood test PSA. Wow. I just wanted to ask you about your biopsy. Yeah. So what did they do? How do they go about a biopsy? Yeah, the biopsy is um, you lie on your side. Yeah. And they have, um, well, it's like a needle with a clip on the end. Okay. And they insert it in your rectum. It would go right to the prostate. Oh, right to, okay, yeah. And clip it, take little pieces out. Right, okay. On different sides, because they, they got, say, 12 locations. Okay. And they take six from, it's like a, I don't know if people know enough, prostate's like a little walnut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like with two halves, so they, they take six on each side, and they see how many you got. And that classifies what stage you're at if you find cancer. And so you said they thought you were stage two? and I was you were... stage, yeah, stu stage two, yeah. Okay. The results of the biopsy. Okay. All right. So obviously you have a biopsy. And then a month later, they call you. That's when they call you in the, the uh, doctor's office. So we both went thinking, oh, this is, and it was like Christmas Eve. It was two days before <sighs> Christmas. And uh, they call in. So I think, oh, it's going to be nothing, you know, because I've had all these three months of tests, nothing, and no indications, no symptoms. I decided the biopsy is going to be a breeze, but walk in there, and it was, it was funny because, of course, you go by in order when you're in this little office, and uh, I was called in, and I, there was three other people out there that came after me, so I knew I'd be first today, but then I, the door was open. I saw they, they all came in and came out. This doesn't look right. I mean, why are we sitting here? You know, everyone else is being seen. They come in, they go out, and they leave, and that's it. So the, the uh, oncologist comes in and um, says, do you mind if you get a coffee? I said, no, go ahead. So he came back with his coffee and then he said, you know, unfortunately, you know, we did find seven out of 12 spots and you, you do have prostate cancer. And, you know, it's just, it's just like you see in the old story that someone says cancer, you go, what? <laughs> you know, you almost freeze, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to absorb everything. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And that was just a couple of days before Christmas. And we started wow. the whole ordeal back in August. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Well, that's another question we asked. Like, it's taken such a long time. They said, don't worry, because yours is, you know, not fast moving. We do have the time. Well, after they did the biopsy, right? Yes, yes. After they did the biopsy. But before mm -hmm. that, it took them some time, right? To yes. even get a biopsy. Well, um, I say it was, I went in June, July, August, almost four months, basically for they discovered that I did have, Prostate not discovered, cancer. that's when I went to an oncologist. I spent four months with my GP going through all these tests. And then, you know, the two months with the oncologist to confirm it. Right. But so, as I say, when I walked in the office and he checked me, he knew right away, you know, like he says, I'm, I'm a, a GP is a GP and I'm a specialist. And I could tell that because I want to know why, why four months? And I, they couldn't figure anything out in him 20 seconds. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And that just goes to, so this is one of the things I learned in my journey is that you have to become your own best advocate. Yes. I mean, especially with the non-specialists, right? It's, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like if you're, if your PSAs are high or if you have a small lump or you're not sure, get them to get a biopsy. That's my humble opinion. Yeah. I know our system doesn't always want to do that, but... No. And what I've been preaching to everybody from this whole experience is everyone goes through the physical and gets checked and all that. But for males, pay the $30, get your blood test. That's the only guaranteed way that you'll really know if you have a problem or not. Yeah. And I've been telling everybody that I run Every guy, like, you're crazy if you don't spend this 30 bucks, you know. Yeah, especially when you're a certain age, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it can hit you at any age, but especially yes. when we get older, it's yeah, so important exactly. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing you mentioned age. Uh, it's funny in a way that you start talking about this to people. We've got some friends we never knew. Like they, one friend of ours got it at 47. Wow. And like really a serious case. And you talk to other people and they're in their fifties and sixties, you know, which is, I mean, every male is going to have prostate cancer at one point. It's just how much it affects their lives. Right. Right. To get it younger or older. We'll get into how it affects your life, but what about treatment? So what ended up happening after you got the, the so diagnosis? That, yeah, that was in December. Yeah. And by December, I, you know, you, as you know, you go for so many tests, you feel prodded and poked and so much. It's just like, oh, well, it's another, another day. But after December, uh, we went back, in, you know, after time to absorb it in, went back to the oncologist and he goes, well, I'm a surgeon, so I recommend cutting it out where they're like, oh. <laughs> you know, so what are the I, side effects of cutting it out? Well, cutting it out is, to me, if you've got a more extreme or a higher stage, because cutting it out, there's all sorts of um, complications, like over 50% chance of your nerves being cut. And unfortunately, some couples still, in, yeah, some yeah. Couples still, still enjoy sex. Yeah. And impotence is over 50% because wow. it's, the nerves are running right through it. Yeah. As well as another thing that was scary was the bladder. For the first six months, you have a bladder control issue. You have to go urgently all the time. After but, surgery? Yes. Okay. After surgery. And after, it sometimes takes up to two years to get back to normal, except for those unfortunate 10% of the people have a continued problem the rest of their lives. Wow. Like that's. That, that's hard right there yeah you know. yeah yeah because the prostate is quite close to the bladder and there's a lot of nerve endings yeah. going into yeah. it right the pro there's a prostate um it's right underneath the bladder yeah but your urethra goes through the middle of your prostate oh, okay so right so that's why they, that's why the problem is they have to cut the bladder just blow the bladder and they take right. that whole section there and then hopefully sew it back together so that it works properly or not but you have that to me, is a very serious problem. Yeah. Obviously, if you're one of those ten percent, plus you got your the nerve damage on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Our oncologist, I, I was quite surprised though. He said, you know, it's up to us to let you know that it's your right to go look at other options. He said you could you can look at radiation. You can look at that. You can look at hormone treatment. You can look at something called brachy treatment. Mm -hmm. And he said, I advise you before you make your decision, because you have time to go check these things out. So, of course, you do a lot of reading, a lot of research, and start talking to everybody about it. Yeah. So I was looking at all the things, but I did make appointments with radiologists, another surgeon, just to get a second opinion. And then a friend of mine who went to Sunnybrook, 
you told me with the brachy treatment and this yep. doctor there that does it. So uh, great, you know, I'll do that as well. So we went to uh, another surgeon. He goes, yeah, I'm a, they all say, I'm a surgeon. Cut it out. You'll never have a problem again. You know, you don't have to worry about it. It's, well, you know, they don't say all these things you got to weigh if you want to live with, you know, this other style of life. I went to radiology and she goes, no, you're not far along enough. You're very early. It's better for you to look at an alternate treatment. She says, I can't recommend what, but I wouldn't say do any treatment for it in, you know, her department. So that was fine. And then we went to the Bracky and talked to him and, you know, it's, it seemed good because all the readings was Bracky is seems to be a very safe way to do things if you're so, at the right stage. Right. And what is Bracky? Can you Bracky? explain? Yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah. A I little bit in layman uh, terms? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That's the only way I can explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Bracky treatment to me is an amazing thing. It's they actually took it from breast cancer. This doctor took it and developed it for the prostate at Sunbrook. Oh, okay. Dr. Morton, very, very great specialist. And what brachy is, is the implants of seeds into your prostate. I had to go for an MRI and map out your prostate. Yeah. And then they say, they come back and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We'd have to, in my case, 77 seeds. These little seeds are the size of a bean of rice, like a little rice. Okay. Like rice you'd buy, minute rice, you know. Yeah, yeah. The little tiny thing but they're radioactive. Where do they pull them from? Well, this is, I think it's not funny, but uh, when they do this, you go, it's a day operation. I was in and out in less than four hours. Yeah. Whereas, of course, you know, if you have an operation to take out your prostate, you're in the hospital three or four days and six weeks recovery. Yeah. But this here, you go into day surgery and you go and they gown you up and all that. And you take it into the operating room. Do you want to hear all this? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I'm curious. So I yeah. I don't want to go too far. But, no, no, uh, I'm curious. These okay. are the kinds of questions I ask. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, I don't mind at all talking about it. But, so you go into the operating room and you're up on this, again, it's like a cold slab table, you know, it's like stainless I, steel table and you're up there. Then all of a sudden, if you're going to deliver a baby and put your legs up, you're on yeah, your back. Yeah. And your like legs syrups. Yeah. Syrups. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. I couldn't find that word. Yeah. Syrups. Your feet go up. Yeah. And of course, uh, at that point, you know, they put you out. Yeah. And so you go out. But what happens when he's got this machine that comes across the table and it's got 16 needles and each needle is about two feet long. Holy shoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holy <laughs> mackerel. Right? And of course, it's one end tied into a, like a tube that the radiation seeds come in. And this 16 needles, very small space, like, you know, probably two inch by two inch. Yeah, it goes between your legs and okay. right straight into your body. Okay. Like right into your body there. Yeah. And because they have the MRI, they map it out. So this is so precise. He's got the needles here, locating them in different spots, but he's also got the map of your prostate here, and he, he's planting them right as he talks. So they're radiation seeds then. They're radiation seeds they implant in your prostate. Got it. They last only up to six months. Okay. So they're not effective. They leave them in there. Yeah. And for the six months, you got to carry a card around. So I go through a, dete a metal detector and set it off. Oh, okay. You know, so you carry a card and say, yes, I've got, you know, an implant with the seeds in that. But um, okay. they do that. It took not even 20 minutes. I mean. And then you were up and out? Well, in 20 minutes, I went back to recovery room. I was still knocked out. 
Yeah. It started just after one. I woke up at two thirty, but the whole oh. operation took you know twenty minutes or less. Wow. It's just like it's almost like non-invasive. Well, yeah, it is a bit invasive, but yeah, it's needles, right? Yeah, but it's, it's needles. needles. It's not cutting into you. It's not cutting into you, and it's basically radiation in you. And, you know, it, it does not wow. the cancer. It's really amazing. Wow. And do you and feel anything? Not a thing. Not Nothing, eh? No, I woke up uh, about 2.30. You have to sit on ice for a day or two. Yeah. You sit on ice for a day or two. It, it never felt anything, no effects, nothing. It's really amazing. That's remarkable, actually. But again, you have to be at the right stage. You can't be in a later stage of the cancer for them to do this. So okay. It has to be like stage 2B or, or less, or, you know, 3 or less. Okay. Okay. Wow, yeah, that's it, remarkable. It was amazing. Woke up at 2.30. Loves you can go to the washroom. Then as soon as you go to the washroom, you go home. We we're on our way home by 4 o'clock. Wow. And so were you tired after? Were there any of those kind of yeah, side Yeah, there effects? was a, a bit of... Yeah, being tired, yes. I know, okay. especially in the first month or two. It, it, yeah. I think it's just basically very similar to having radiation done, you know, chemo or whatever. But right, right. It's just inserted in you. You don't have to go back for treatments. It's a one-time ordeal, and it's done. So you had the treatment, so you went through the recovery process, which is what I'll, yeah. I'll call it, the recovery process yeah. of of these seeds being, these radiation seeds being planted. Yeah, so for two or three days, you sat on ice. You know, it was tender. Right. And then you- 16 times there. Yeah, but then your body's responding to it too. So it's probably you're just tired because your body, that radiation is fighting or- burning out it's the only word i can use right now yeah. but it's, no, no, they, it's they burning out yeah it's yeah. burning out the cancer cells right it is yeah yeah and, and they're say fully charged like a battery fully charged and then after six months it just goes completes. away and did you have to go for any appointments in between did they check anything like um, any follow-ups no that i had that in may and i, I went back at the end of june just to see how we we're doing all i mean everything was fine and then ever since then, it's just been six months getting my PSA checked and going back to make sure everything's fine. Yeah. And how is your PSA now? It's about 0.3 right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, within two years, it, it says it basically drops down to zero. Wow, that's oh, remarkable yeah. from seven down to yeah. down to almost zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, once this treatment t- does its job on that, it just... It, the PSA just drops and drops and drops. Yeah. So it makes, so this is just kind of a note. It makes it more important for, for men. I'm just going to say this, like men are, sex is important to men, right? Yeah, and yeah. to the fear of losing the ability to have sex yes. is so high. You know, I mean, a lot of women have their own fears around their body, but oh yeah, that to me would seem... Mm-hmm worth the $30 and catching it early to get yes, that exactly to get that option instead yeah. of waiting absolutely I've been telling everyone and actually a few of my friends have actually benefited from me saying go get your blood test uh, wow you know, discovering it but uh as far as the sex part it, that, that was a big part of everything because they, they taught they they say well of course we cut it out and we have no guarantee if you guys enjoy sex he says either you got to just give it up or see what else you want to do so was that a so let me ask you this was that something that you made a decision on or that you and Patty made a decision on Patty's oh, no. his wife by the way Yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um 
was like you had to probably have a real heart to heart about that absolutely yes that, that was, that's I mean, not just impacting you it's impacting no, her yeah absolutely that played a big part in our decision as well as of course going on this, this is a less invasive thing to do in the right. body you know right wow like that's yeah. pretty remarkable that it was found so early yeah, just because of an early. insurance life just, insurance just right simple little blood test that's all wow because they come and take your blood blood pressure and all that and, and say for the 30 i just tell everybody for 30 dollars you're you're crazy not to get, get this that. done you know go have a because you know unfortunately you know the digital check that the doctor does and it's physical Unless he's a pro, he has no idea. Unless it's, you know, it's really ballooned and it's like stage four or five. And it's, right, you know, and it's, it's obvious, right? Yeah, it's more than obvious. But it's something like this. The only way to catch it early is I tell everybody, spend your $30, get a blood test. Um, is there a specific age? Like, I mean, they say, so for breast cancer, they say usually it's older women, mm-hmm. postmenopausal, all that stuff. Yet, right. one of my we call ourselves cancer chicks and our cancer friends was 24 when she was diagnosed. Oh yeah. So yeah. Is there a specific time that they recommend age range that they recommend that you get it or can you do it at any time? I guess you can do it at any time. You you can do it at any time. Obviously anybody, depending if you have any family history or not, if you have family history, you should be checking it in your forties. Okay. And Everybody else, I mean, it looks like it's a thing that hits people starting in, in the 50s and mostly 60s. Okay. You know? And as they say, every male is going to have prostate cancer at one time in their life. If you get it, obviously, in 40, 50, or 60, you want to do something about it, catch it, and find out. And where it's, it's I don't agree with it. The doctors say after 70, you get prostate cancer. It's usually a 15-year disease. You're going to be 85. What do you want to do about it? Which is yeah. crazy. But. <laughs> well, because of the complications of it, right? I mean, the yeah, side, like, sure. if, you know, if not being able to urinate or the pain or whatever, yeah. I mean, why would yeah. you not treat it just for that? Yeah, exactly. Or, it's funny because the few doctors we talked to, the thinking is, well, between 70 and if you live to 85, you might die of something else before this. So why do you want to treat it? It's like, it doesn't sound right, but yeah, it's, it's a very strange thing, which I yeah. didn't treat it anyways. But again, Depends when you catch it. If it's a later stage, then... And again, it's such a personal decision too, right? It becomes an emotional decision a lot of times too. Yeah, so, oh, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, lucky you, Dave. Well, not lucky yeah. that you had prostate cancer, but, no, no, but no, it's but amazing that you caught it so early. Uh, they're so glad because, I mean, obviously, from say from physicals, it, it just does not show up unless, you know, it's really serious. And mm-hmm. who knows how many more years and, and how late it would be in the process and you know could you do anything at that point or not no we're are so lucky and happy that sounds crazy we're happy but they found it early it yeah well yes absolutely because yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna get it anyway you might as well That's right. you know catch it early yeah. and so, oh just reminds me so how long this treatment that you had this bracket treatment that you had mm-hmm. like do they have historically or not his yeah do they have history as to how long you're good for i guess yeah, the, the bracket treatment's been around, I, for, I think it's about 15 years. Okay. Not as long as, as breast cancer, mm-hmm. but because as they used it for that originally. And, and they're finding that um, it works. It's, it, it, gets, it gets rid of the cancer, you know. Perfect. So you just yeah. have to do your PSA, take your PSA, PSA bless work every PSA. That's a public service announcement, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that. 
You just need to get your blood work done every year, is it then? Well, no, you, you probably could do it every couple of years because okay. prostate cancer is a very slow process. It is, okay. you know, we call it the 15-year disease. Okay. And um, I, I would say, it's, you know, some, you could do it every year if you wanted or, you know, every couple of years for sure. Well, okay. Because, well, that's good to know. I mean, if someone told me that the story I went through, I'd be checking it every year myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to take any chances. Yeah, of course. It's scary because I don't know about you, but like, being a cancer survivor myself, you yeah. know, every bump and bruise or every, every bump, it's all of a sudden, well, early, early on, it was like, oh my God, it's back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now it's like, yeah, I don't know, but it's still there in the back of my mind. Oh it yeah, for is. sure. Yeah. Same here. I, that's why I asked them, I think about well, six months ago, the prostate cancer is gone, but what if it spread somewhere else? How are you going to know? Like, you know, I'm, I'm worried about that because you always hear, unfortunately, you know, people get treated. And then yeah. something happens later, like, and you go, that, that's when he brought up his, well, your PSA would show it again. And so I, obviously PSA has got something to do with more than the prostate, but right. Okay. I, mean, I guess when you do have a prostate, it, it's, it's mostly for that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, what's words of wisdom? Do you have any other words of wisdom for the men out there and wives uh, out there? you know, whose husbands are stubbornly refusing to do anything yeah. about it? Well, I can only say that basically get a blood test. I mean, everyone, you know, I, fears going to the doctor and, you know, and get the old digital, you know, go, oh, I don't want that. You know, that's what that's, I think, every guy's fear is going yeah. to the doctor and him checking your prostate, you know. But this year, you can avoid that. What do you do? You, you get a blood test. And it, it's, you know, I'd say 10 times more accurate than having a physical and age-wise, I'd say any age, I would tell people personally, start after 40. Do it every five years when you're, you know, in your 40s or something. Because it's um, a few people, I was talking to one friend, and he just had a heart uh, operation and all this. And I said, do you get your prostate checked? And the PSA goes, they did my blood test. They won't find, you know, they would have told me if I had it. I said, no, did you get your PSA blood test? And he goes, I don't think so. I'll check. And he checked. He goes, no. I said, spend the $30. Say, I just keep saying I'm one of the people that had no symptoms at all. Nothing. Like every question they asked, I go, no, no, everything's normal. You know, nothing. And, and uh, the, this person in particular, you know, said, okay, goes back and get his PSA. And here he's got like stage three and three and a half. And he was, <gasps> He was oh. further along than I was. Yes, you know, some people just do not feel it. He, he said, well, again, I just had a heart operation. I thought they would find anything out there. I go, no, you have to do this. I can't stress to guys or males that do it. Just stay away from your physical, check out your GP, spend the $30, walk into a clinic and get a blood test. That's all I, I could say. And I, I keep going to everybody these days. I, I drive them crazy, I think. <laughs> Because I keep going, come on, you got to do it. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's great. And yeah, you just got to keep reminding people because, yeah. you know, it's if it's something we don't want to do, we just kind of avoid it. So yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's like anything. I never, I mean, I hate it going for physical, never mind anything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, who but, does? You know, yeah. You have to do it. And, and as you know, once you're, you have, cancer or had cancer it's like you're such an advocate for it for you have to tell everybody like yes it does happen to everyday people you know? yeah it does no, nobody is exempt that's for sure nope male female 
doesn't matter age yeah. it just doesn't matter cancer yeah. doesn't care no it doesn't that's right cancer doesn't care that's a good so, one yes yeah Dave, thanks so much for doing this with me. Okay, no problem. And I enjoyed it. Thank you. Good, and we'll get. I'll let you know when it's up and running. And thank okay, you for I coming. Okay, I hope we have Go some good information for people. Hopefully, you know. I hope so too. I hope people will listen to it and learn from it because it's pretty simple. It really yeah. is pretty simple. Oh yeah, prevention is so simple as I say is asking for a PSA test. Yeah. You know, yeah, prevention is pretty simple. I like that. Prevention is pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful, Dave. Thank you for okay. joining us on the no Keep problem. Your Pepper Up podcast. Hey, and, uh, I'm telling everybody everyone. about your show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dave.